This is Soul Saturations, the podcast, a transformational container to activate the light within you. I'm Kendall Merritt, your host and the founder of Soul Saturations. We are here to deeply connect with soul-centered sensuality and sexuality in relationships, business, and life so you can access your power and remember your true presence. Okay, welcome back. We are going to dive into another episode of Activating Your Relationship Potential with my friend Heidi B. Hey, girl. Hey, hey. So we want to get started by, of course, honoring the woo and setting the mood. We want to create the container. So if you have the ability to close your eyes and tune in, just bring some awareness to the present moment. Take a few deep breaths, deep inhales and exhales and focus on your expansive energy that surrounds you and flows within you. As we tune into this familiar present moment, we want to give some major gratitude to our guides, our team, our angels as they support us and cleanse, clear, and release any energy that is no longer serving us or is not of the highest. And we ask to be the highest level of truth, love, and radical compassion. And we do this in so much gratitude. And so it is. Hmm. Mm. Oh, I love it when we set the container. I'd come each week just to get the container set with you, Kendall. It's so great. It just is like warm and fuzzy and like, it's warm and fuzzy like my warm and fuzzy sweatshirt right now. It's great. Cozy weather. (laughs) Cozy weather for all of you tuning in from Arizona. It's officially 66 degrees and like feels like fall. So we're excited. And speaking of being excited, we're going to kick off with our second topic of activating your relationship potential. So this is such an epic transformational container. We kind of touched on it last week and Heidi and I are so excited to invite you into this four week relationship intensive with us. Come join us. It's going to be so awesome. So much fun. So this is kicking off next week, actually one week from today, if you are Mm -hmm. in on Monday. So we are going to be meeting Mondays in November. So Monday, November 2nd, I believe it's the 6th, 2nd, the 9th, the the 16th, the 9th, the 16th and the 23rd. There we go. There we go. And we're meeting from 6 till 7.30 p.m. on those Monday evenings. And then within this container, uh, you also have an additional 60 minutes of one-on-one coaching time to be split between Heidi and I each week. So that's one of the things that I love about this container is that not only are you getting the beautiful element of the group, but you're also getting that one-on-one support. So yes, so good. It's magical. So the first, um, if you tuned in with us last week, we talked about the first week, which we were talking about boundaries, which is so, so, so important to start with. And this week we are going to be talking all things curious communication. Communication. It is not a sexy topic, but it's so necessary. Oh, so necessary. And we're going to talk about how do we make communication sexy? Because I think it can be very sexy. So when we think about communication, this is 
so fundamental in so many areas of our life. And so, especially in the dating and relationship world, we've got to start with communication. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I love to kind of riff on and talk about when it comes to communication is this beautiful idea of self-awareness. So when we Mm -hmm. talk self-awareness, I mean, self-awareness is a gift. I think some people have it, some people don't, but this is a great place to do some self-reflection and bring in the idea of self-awareness and start to look at your communication skills. Because Mm -hmm. if you don't have self-awareness, you may think that you are a better communicator than you actually are. Raising my hand for that one. I can't tell you how many years I have thought like, oh my God, I'm so talkative. I'm such an extrovert. I'm like a great communicator. (laughs) Incorrect. I am not a great communicator. It is something I have to practice all the time because sometimes those of us that have this personality, this outgoingness, this verboseness, we end up making things so complicated for whoever it is we're trying to talk to because it's like we just add more words to the messaging and it gets like murkier and murkier and murkier the more we keep talking. So, you know, for somebody like me, one of the things I've learned to practice in communication as a result of my self-awareness is that I got to keep it simple. Keep it simple. Yeah. And we started to talk about that last week in our formula for setting boundaries, but this Mm -hmm. is something that I think is really powerful is when we're doing that self-reflection is to start and reflect on what are you feeling and really starting to identify what that actually is so that you can really determine what you need. What, what is that thing that you need to communicate or that you need in a certain situation? And then as we said, it's communicating it in the simplest form of the truth. So Mm -hmm. keeping it super, super simple. And a lot of the clients that I work with, have a lot of challenges, especially when it comes to having these conversations in relationships or with people that they're dating, they can kind of talk themselves in circles and talk themselves out of what they actually want to say. (laughs) So keeping it super simple allows you to be more effective. And so really starting to identify what that is. So the next thing that we love to think about is when you're communicating, how do you do it in a proactive way? A lot of times like something comes up and you're like, oh, I want to just like jump right in and go to this thing, but it may not be the best time or we're responding from a really emotional state and we haven't actually thought through what we want to communicate in the most Mm -hmm. effective way. So being really proactive in our communication will also allow us to create an environment where we can have more effective and efficient communication. I totally agree with this. I actually feel like one of the biggest lessons I've learned in communication is asking my husband when he wants to make time for something because, you know, I work from home. Now we both just went through a period of working from home, but he's back in the office and I work from home. And I, you know, I have two dogs, they keep me busy. I walk them, whatever I'm in my business, but inevitably the minute he walks in the door, I fire hose him with questions of like, what is it? What do you want to do? And it is, I have finally learned it is not the time he needs some space when he walks in the door to like get his shit together before we start talking about all this stuff. Right. So it took me a lot of practice to realize that he does not respond well to the fire hose where somebody else might be super responsive to that, right? Like somebody, a different type of partner might see that as affection, as interest, as whatever. So one of the things that comes along with communication is the practice of trying something that doesn't work and then asking, Oh, when is this, when is a better time for you? When's a good time for us to talk about X, Y, or Z? 
Totally. And I think you bring up a really important part is getting to know how we best communicate, right? Mm. So as you said, like your husband needs a little bit of time to decompress. Matt is a reflector. He likes to be able to like really write and process things out. So I may give him an idea of what I want to talk to him about. Hey, babe, I want to talk about our physical intimacy. Mm -hmm. Like, when can you make this conversation a priority? And then Mm -hmm. he can have that time to reflect and say, okay, what does this look like for me? What do I want it to look like? Mm -hmm. What are going to be those areas for us to dive in and make an opportunity? Because you want to make sure that the, the environment is going to hold that energy and hold that conversation so that it lands. You know, you guys have heard me talk so much about purpose and intention and impact. So mm-hmm. when we can do that reflection, we know that the impact that we're going to have is going to be the impact that we want. So. Yes. Well, and the other thing that you mentioned in the intro to this part of the module is the idea of, you know, when we're activated, how do we communicate about stuff when we're really activated or we're having an argument? How do we know if that's the right timing to like keep going with it or if we need to step away from it? Mm-hmm. And I feel like one of my favorite tools here is something called striking when the iron is cool. So, you know, if you're having a disagreement with your person, the guy you're dating, you're, the guy you're married to, the guy you love, whatever, the, your person, you can just go, you know, let's call it quits for the, for the, on the argument, not on the relationship. Let's hit the pause button. I need to regroup. Like we're not getting anywhere. And then you can go, you know, journal, talk to your girlfriends, vent, like get some clarity around what it is that you're feeling, what it is that you need. And in like a week or in two weeks, you can circle back and say, Hey, I really do need to make some time for us to talk about what happened a week ago. So when would that be good for you? And when can we talk about it? Because after a week, both of you have had some time to like process it, write about it, journal about it, run it by some people. And then you can revisit it with like a much, with not only like cooler temperament, temperament, but also with like a little more clarity as like what it was that was really like getting under your skin about it. Yeah, I love that. And that again, pulls in that self-awareness piece is Mm -hmm. recognizing when you're being effective and when you're not being effective. And it doesn't mean that you're giving up on the conversation. It just means that you want to make sure it's landing. So that's right. I think that's a really important thing. And that kind of brings us to one of the most important topics when we think about communication, which is listening. Mm. So uh, one of the challenges to listening is it, it's kind of alluded to where we said, like, are you a great listener, communicator, or are you just really talkative? So when we are looking to interrupt people or we're more focused on what our response is going to be, we're not actually being present to listen to the person. And I think this is the foundation for curious communication because we actually have to give a fuck about what the other person is saying. You have to get Mm -hmm. curious to understand where they're coming from. Agreed. And to that end, one other way to get out of the present of listening is when you give a fuck too much and you start trying to fix it for them. So, you know, that's another place. If you are somebody who is, has that codependent tendency to want to like hear the beginning of what the problem is, check out while they tell you the rest of it and start thinking about how can we fix it? What can I do? How can we fix it? That is a huge red flag to take a step back and to start to get curious. So for me, a fix it response is, wow, babe, that sucks. Let's do blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. A curious response is, can you tell me more about that? How did it make you feel? What do you think comes next? Can you explain it more? You know, we have a whole bunch of like curious questions, which it sounds crazy to kind of outline those questions for women in their 30s and 40s or whatever. But it's like a lot of us don't know how to ask these questions. A lot of us are so 
codependent oriented that we just move into fixing it and assume that that's so what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So much. And so, you know, when we can create that environment to listen and mm. get curious and ask those questions that allows us to build a more intimate relationship. And you and I have talked about this so many times, but mm. intimacy isn't just in the physical relationship. Intimacy is really in the revealing of those wounds and those challenges and actually digging deep to go into those deeper conversations. And so mm -hmm. how you can really create that environment starts with that getting curious. And so sometimes, you know, we're never taught how to be a great communicator. It's something that we just expect to figure out as we live life and it doesn't always work out that way so being able to clearly say here are some of the skills and processes and tools and i know a lot of the women that you and i have worked with are so gracious and appreciative of these skills because they're like i would have never thought of that no wonder yes. my communication isn't as effective and so exactly well, and you know, swooping into fix it mode actually doesn't build intimacy. It actually creates a paternalistic era, a parental, like a parent child dynamic that undermines and degrades your intimacy. Mm -hmm. Asking questions about something offers your partner the opportunity to open up and share about a wounded spot that they have or an old, you know, an experience that they've had or like why something that didn't seem like that big of a deal, like really activated them and became like deeply personal to them. That's where we get to like discover intimacy and a true partnership of like, what should we do? What do you want to do? What's your ideal for how we move forward with this? You know? And so that's truly like a partnership approach to intimacy as opposed to like a parent child, a fix it approach being more of like a parent child approach to it. Yeah. And I think the other component to consider too is energetically when we look at mm. the masculine and feminine energy that we, we have this intermarriage of that energy within ourselves, but then we also have to think about the polarity that we create with our partners. And mm. so a lot of times when we jump into that fix it mode, it tends to be more in that masculine energy, which is where we can get the headbutting of both people showing up in that masculine energy and, or both people are like, Oh, I don't want to talk about it. And so they they just ignore it. And it comes from kind of too much of the feminine. So how do you create the polarity to increase your, your energy together and, the highest level of sexual energy comes when you have polarity within your relationships. And so you have to have that communication as a foundation for all of that too. You know what? We did not bullet point the discussion of polarity for this little IG live, but it is one of my favorite things that Kendall talks about. So this is just a little, like you're just getting a little taste of polarity because Kendall knows what she's talking about when it comes to the masculine and feminine polarity and it matters so in order to get more of it, you're going to have to sign up for our November intensive. You got to sign up so that we can dive real deep into it. Um, and that that's also a way that we can honor each other's polarity is by acknowledging people. So acknowledging mm -hmm. and showing appreciation is such a key fundamental in our relationships and really starting to think about how you acknowledge people when you're communicating. So a lot of times you think about, even if you just watch on TV or other people's IG lives, when you're having these conversations, most people skip the step of acknowledging. They just move right into, well, tell me more about that. Instead of giving that acknowledgement of like, wow, that 
that sounds like it was really important to you. That mm. acknowledgement component is so powerful because it demonstrates that you're listening and it demonstrates to the other person that you give a fuck, which yeah. if we talk, I think that's kind of our foundation today is that communication shows that you give a fuck. Okay. Yes. Oh my God. We need shirts or hats or no. something. <laughs> something. Um, <laughs> so there's so much that we can dive into and talk about communication. And we spend so much time on this, this week because it is so, so powerful. What else do we need to tease on before we wrap this up? Well, I just think, I mean, one of the things I always want to mention when we're on these little tidbits is that one of the beautiful things about doing this in a group setting is that it's a really small group of ladies, five to six women, plus Kendall and myself. And we always make sure that we have the space to workshop anything that you're struggling with as it relates to that week's topic. So, you know, if communicating, you know, if you're like, one of the great things about this is it offers the opportunity to some like in real time live coaching of like, Oh my God, my boyfriend, and I had this fight last night or this guy I'm seeing he and I miscommunicated about this. And then you get the opportunity to hear Kendall's perspective, my perspective and the group's perspective on like, what might be your best strategy for communication? Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's just such a great little pod of energy to be so mm -hmm. helpful and work through so many things. And like we said, some of these things we just don't get, we don't get the information on. We don't know what we don't know. And mm -hmm. even if you're in a relationship and you're like, my relationship is great. I can't imagine it could be any better. I know that Heidi and I are constantly learning and we have really fucking rock solid relationships, but there's always things that we can improve on. So story. you are looking to call somebody in, you are already in a relationship where you're like, um, I don't know if I even need to work on this. There may be something for you, even just to get curious and learn something new and choose a different perspective. So yes. All right. Well, with that, let's give some serious gratitude to our guides and our team. And we can't wait for you to sign up and join us for our November intensive. If you have any questions, definitely message Heidi or I. We're happy to jump on a call and we'll mm -hmm. put the link to go ahead and sign up and register in the show notes. And it's also in our bios on Instagram. So make sure you follow us, Heidi B Coaching and Soul Saturations. We love you so, so much. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you loved this episode, I deeply appreciate you subscribing and leaving a five-star review. Come join me online at soulsaturations.com or follow me on Instagram at soulsaturations. Feel free to slide into my DMs anytime and let me know what you love, what resonates, or any questions that you might have. And remember, only you can activate the light within.